Hey, everybody. Welcome to Lions Life Coaching. We are currently getting streamed. So this is bonus content. If you're on Spotify, you're hearing this and the stream people aren't. Oh, now they're here. Well, ugh, streaming people. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I'm glad y'all are here. Uh, we like hearing from the people. Uh, sorry, we didn't make it yesterday. We had stuff going on and we're unable to come to the phone right now. So if you leave your name, number, and a brief message, we'll get back to you today, which we're doing right now. Um, no worries, though. Uh, if you, you're <laughs> here now. <laughs> Anyways, so I have eaten all of my fruits and veggies today uh, and a bunch of chicken and fish. So, yeah. Um, who else am I sending this to? The link for our podcast. You know what? Let's just get right into it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it's been a, you know, kind of tumultuous week. I'm, I've gotten at least several hours of sleep, so that's been good. Um, Ashley and I have both been busy. Um, and also check it out if, wait, no, no, uh, don't get away from us. You know what? We're just going to go into the show rather than update you about our lives. We're going to have a rather short episode just because we're busy. So yeah, um, not to put you all off, but we had a really, really like sizable episode uh, I, I actually put a healthy amount of work into the script. It has four separate segments. And if we were to actually do that show right now, we would just be blowing through bullet points and that's a disservice to you all. So we're not going to do that. So we're going to have a kind of short episode tonight. Um, if, if that is to somebody's dissatisfaction, they can take it up with management. Um, that that's either Ashley or I, I will spin around in the chair and be like, what's up? <laughs> so yeah. Um, is this the air horn? Hi, I'm a manager. Oh crap. <laughs> manager. So, oh, oh crap. This is a manager. Anyways. So yeah, here's the intro we're going to play because we can do that now. Oh, well, if I hadn't tested it and made sure it worked earlier. <laughs> that's quite literally it. So that's the intro. So I hope that was enjoyable. Um, just so you all know, we're testing as many different ways as we can. Oh, hey, that worked really well. That I, It came back to my, to my picture. Um, so we are currently testing different ways to get the intro music and outro music seamlessly integrated with you like that uh with the show so that we can record the intro and then the intro song the intro is me talking and then the intro song and then we have the actual show for you and then you know a little behind the scenes but basically what that does is makes it so that it requires very little editing by me uh, I can just kind of, you know, chop it together, uh, you know, 
and and put it on more multiple platforms. So if you listen on Apple Podcasts or something other than Spotify or YouTube, you're welcome. Uh, the us messing around with all these settings is kind of what makes that possible. So I I think though as of today, I think that worked the best. I'm gonna have to go replay it at the recording after it's done. So anyways, this episode by the way. Send you what the the song. I can put it oh, with the catchy, logo. isn't it? I can put it with the logo and play oh, that when I'm doing the spinning spin. logo. Yeah. Ooh. I'm gonna put a little fire emoji in my hand later when we when I go back and edit. <laughs> awesome. Or cheesy, either way. Anyways, so this episode's called The Paradox of Choice. How decision overload affects well-being. Uh, we did have a backup episode. Uh, just in case this happened but you know damn it me for putting so much work into the other into the full episode also uh if i remember correctly i owe you all merch and additionally i owe you all the second half of uh, two episodes ago i haven't forgotten about that but we're gonna do the part two well, I'd, we'd have done it tonight if I'd have thought about it, but here we are now. So, yeah. Uh, the paradox of choice refers to the phenomenon where having too many options can lead to anxiety, indecision, and satisfaction. A uh, buddy of mine, a long time ago, his dad didn't build houses. He engineered them so, like an architect. So, essentially, what would happen is in the very beginning, he would he would show up and build whatever house somebody would want on paper. And then it would get contracted out to a contracting company that would build the house. Now, I don't know if you've ever lived in a house where when you open one door, you cannot get into another room. You either do know what I'm talking about or don't know what I'm talking about, but it's incredibly frustrating. Um, I bought a very nice brand new house uh, once that, you could not open any except for three doors. There, there were three doors all intersecting in the same area, and you could only open one at a time. And whenever you needed to bring groceries into the house and put them into one of those, you could not do that. It made the whole house completely useless. It essentially might as well have burnt it down. Um, so anyways, uh, that kept that kept happening. So what they did was, they made three separate, the, the architect made three separate kind of modular houses and you could like move the rooms around on like his little app on his iPad. So that, you know, you could design and build your own house because people liked feeling like they built or designed their own house. But essentially what it did was the water would come in one way and it would go, the electrical would come in one way. And none of that changed wherever he moved the rooms. I mean, it, it might've changed very slightly, but nothing significant. So people felt like they got to make a choice, but he didn't let them, you know, do anything important. Anyways, that's kind of what this episode is about. Uh, too many options, but that was just the intro. Ashley's going to get us into our lion's roar segment where she's going to tell us about something that's happening and positive in the world i think there was there was a discussion about something else coming up as well 
or it was just neat. I don't, I don't remember. Yes. Well, there's two things. Um, so I found two stories when I was looking. Um, one of them is inspirational and ties into what we're doing here. Um, and the other one is actually uh, just a cool story that I found. Um, so let's see. Ah, the Malai Reserve is a forest on the Majuli Island in the Ramputra. I'm sorry if I mispronounced these guys. Ramputra? I don't know. It's a river. Oh, um, I was making it funny. It's like Ramputrar River. <laughs> Big words that I don't know. Uh, Kakilamuk. That's where it's near. Anyway, I'm going to skip all that. Um, it's in Assam, India. It has a total area of about 1,000 hectic hectares and is under continuous threat due to the extensive soil erosion in a, on its banks. Um, Wait, I, I didn't hear what, what was under, under threat. The, the reserve, Malai Reserve. It's oh, okay, forest. okay, sorry. Um, but yeah. Um, Majuli has shrunk over the past 70 years by more than half. There are concerns that it could be submerged within the next 20 years. To fight this in 1980, the Assam Forestry Division of Golaha. Golagat district began a plan to reforest 200 acres of the forest and one of the sandbars of the river. However, the program was abandoned in 1983. Um, and after that, it was single-handedly attended to by Jadav Paying. Um, over the course of 30 years, he began planting bamboo and then continued planting other species. Um, he wants to spread his Malay forest to Bangon of Majuli. Sorry. Um, You're doing better than I would be. <laughs> he planted and tended trees along the sandbar on Majuli Island, which is one of the biggest river islands in the world. Um, the Malay forest now encompasses an area of about 1,360 acres of forest. Uh, which can be compared to 15 football stadiums together. Um, yeah, so it said that they, it was larger than Central Park in New York City. Um, and thanks to him, now the forest houses Bengal tigers, Indian rhinos, rhinos, reptiles, and over 100 deers and rabbits, in addition to monkeys and several varieties of birds, including a large number of vultures. Mm. Um, they also made a documentary, documentary film, which is an award-winning one, um, in 2012, produced by Jitu Kalita, The Malai Forest. Mm. Yeah, so I just thought for, that that was really cool. That's a lot for one person. I know, 30 years of full planting, all that stuff, like that's, that's crazy, but think, he I did it. Yeah, I was, I was going to say lots of people wonder, go to bed wondering whether or not they made a difference, uh, 
and I think that's, you know, if you're, so I, I wouldn't even say selfless, but if you're on the right path, trying to do the right things, you go like, did I, did I make right. a difference? Uh, I don't think that guy has that problem. I think he sleeps very well at night. Yes. Did you have um, a second story as well? Yes, I do. Hmm. Um, this one's going to be shorter, guys. I apologize. And I can actually, you know, pronounce most of it. <laughs> um, so a group of teenagers from the UK have created a mental health app called MindMate that helps young people manage their mental health. Um, not just young people. Not just what? Not just young people. Oh, oh, yes. Just in general people. Um, They got the idea. um, The two co-founders and her met in grad school in Glasgow. Um, She has aging parents and her family is quite old compared to how old uh, she is. So she wanted to help the family to age gracefully and healthily and not get Alzheimer and dementia. Um, my other co-founder, Roger, cared for his grandfather for seven years. And my other co-founder, Patrick, volunteered in a nursing home in Germany and cared for people with dementia. So that's how they got the idea. Um, and in the app, they offer users physical exercises, advice on proper nutrition, recipes, and also brain games and activities around reminiscence and music from the past. During the process of using the app, they get a lot of data points, which they then use for good and to hopefully help accelerate Alzheimer's research. Um, For example, they have uh, users' health conditions and know their living situations and lifestyle choices. I'm not not trying to take away from the work that they're doing because that that sounds genuinely specifically because they are capturing data points, which means whatever isn't working, they are working to rectify that moving forward. I read uh, maybe this week or last week that those, I'm going to say it wrong, but brainosity games, whatever, I'm not sure what they're called, but they're supposed to keep your thinking meat chooching. Um <clears throat> I, I read that those don't actually do anything or if they don't really help or that, that there was another similar something you could do via screen, via cell phone uh, that was helpful, but those actually didn't do anything. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what exactly, uh, what exact brain games and activities that they have. I, I wasn't trying um, so, to, to, it sounds like they're doing the Lord's work. I really wasn't trying to, to shoot them down or anything. Uh, I, no, I just read fine. that, that uh, th- those games were not as effective as we initially thought. <clears throat> but, so, yes. Uh, also, if anybody wants to dial in, again, this isn't going to be a super long episode. Uh, our number is 1646. 931-3860. We finally got that working. We got a lot of things working in the past month uh, for Lions Life Coaching. So yeah. Um, anyways, back to the paradox of choice where uh, having too many options actually causes uh, I mean, essentially things to be worse. People think they want decisions and they want choices. That's not really the case, though. They think they want choices. 
Um, uh, how about this? People want choices with shampoo, you know, uh, what kind of shampoo, what kind of dandruff shampoo, what kind of my hair is too greasy or oily shampoo. People like those kinds of choices. And, you know, they have literally a shampoo for any kind of hair. They, they literally do. Um, but anyways, understanding the psycho psychology of decision-making and its direct impact on well-being. Society's made it very easy for us to make the right decision about a lot of things. Uh, other things, you know, that's kind of what your moral compass is for, um, you know, kind of making decisions about things we all disagree on or things we might not even disagree on, but we at least want the option there. Uh, but yes, uh, decision-making, that's why for major decisions, what, what do we do when we have a major decision in everyday life? We outsource it. We pay somebody else to do it. Think about it. Doctors, you have a, a rash or something. And you don't know what kind of rash that is. Or, or best yet, you've done your Google searching and you've narrowed it down to, it could be any of these three types of rashes. Okay, well, the reason the doctor has the years of experience blah, 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 versus the person with Google is because he knows a very, very easy way for the past 12 years and has diagnosed many times this exact same type of rash. So he knows and you don't. So that's why you pay him for his opinion. You don't have to make the decision. You didn't have to go through the hundreds of types of rashes. You could have gone, look at my knee. There's a rash on my knee. Please fix my knee. Lawyers, same thing. Uh, the legal code it has not gotten shorter in any state that I've ever heard since I've been alive. That's probably a bad thing that we shall take into consideration. And, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's illegal to be a woman and drive in some states. I'm, I'm fairly confident in that. I, I, wait, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, I did hear that recently. And unless they've updated the legal code in whichever state that was i should have googled this before i said it. it sounds controversial but that doesn't make any sense and evidently probably nobody ever you know abides by that law because that's ridiculous so but last i checked but what was two weeks ago three weeks ago was when i got this information was when i heard this i heard this from a credible source but I should check it out on the internet before I, regardless, that's a silly law. It's still a law. Why not take it out? Oh, we don't have a department for that. We have a department for, you know what? Not going to get into it. All right. So <clears throat> managing. Okay. So your brain actually already kind of does this for you. Like say you need to make, a bunch of decisions or say you're an entrepreneur say you're a personal trainer how do you schedule how do you make time for all of the things that you need to do somebody told me today that it sounds like i need more hours in the day and i was like i really do i'm really trying to do a lot of things um but 
I have lists. I make lots of lists. Um, more lists. Lists. Oh, look at that. A numbered list. Um, list. List. Oh, list with stars. These are important. Um, <laughs> list of customer things. Customer list. Whoops, sorry, there it is. Um, it, it goes on. The, wait for it. The lists go on and on. So it's a, I have the same thing, but mine are in forms. Oh, I have those too. Notes. Oh, let me check out my Apple lists. My iCloud storage is full. <laughs> Not for pictures and videos, but my lists. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. And it's, I feel I feel so so disorganized. Anyways, anyways. So No. Oh no. Whoops. Oh, we're back on now. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I consider myself to be fairly organized too. I have four separate notebooks for a reason. Each one is for different things. I keep notes for all of my notes are for advertising in my Apple notes, just like Ashley showed you. Um so what a, the the big the the practical application here is how, how can personal trainers use this? So, if you have been familiar with macronutrients and every aspect of nutrition and fitness for a long time, it is very very simple to you. Foods are either protein, carbs, fats, or straight garbage like they're they're just chemicals and stuff they're not food even really <clears throat> but between those four things and everything that's on a nutrition label people get confused and they're like well, look at all these ingredients i don't know this i don't know that and you're it's your kind of it's your job to and this is what i recommend break it down for them in in sections they're going to be with you for six weeks. You have six weeks to explain things to them. Over the first week, just blow their mind with, look, food is really only one of three things. Is it a carbohydrate? Is it a fat? Is it a protein? And explain just a brief, very brief synopsis of what those are. A protein is, you know, chicken, obviously, very obvious. Uh, a chicken, or I'm sorry, a protein and fat combo, bacon, things that they're familiar with. Um, then they can physically look at something and go, okay, this is protein. This is protein. This is fat. Everybody knows what bacon fat is. That's what, that's why I said, like, this is, yeah, easy, but it's not Excuse easy. Excuse me, what's now. bacon fat? What's on the stove in a jar. And delicious. Sorry. Anyways, I don't think we currently have any bacon fat, unfortunately, because we don't eat it anymore. Okay. All right. Technically, so. I'm allowed bacon. Actually, you're allowed fats. I'm not allowed any no. fats. 
keto diet. Refined keto diet. Ashley, yes. Ashley's on a very strict keto diet. Um, So good luck with that. I'm eating lots of carbs, uh, but no fats. So it's everybody's got their cross to bear in this household, including the two-year-old. I'm I'm just kidding. She eats she eats pretty healthy, but she also gets some junk food because what else is childhood for? Um, and fats like cheese, like just just so they start to understand in in a real form. Like uh, I'll liken it to a car. Until you start working on a car, the engine compartment is just that magic box where things can go wrong. Um, but then you work on it and, you know, you're like, well, a car only needs three things to start and that's air, uh, sorry, air, ignition and fuel. Okay. And from there you can start troubleshooting it. And the whole thing kind of, you know, is, is a little bit easier to, to break down, to, to, to digest, if you will, so sorry, I, I don't have any puns. Uh, this this was our backup script, so it doesn't have a lot of puns. The other line, the the other good script that's like two hours long is chock full of line puns. But anyways, back to the back to the nutrients. You're part of the reason people fail. It. So say you have a guarantee, like you're going to lose 20 pounds in six weeks or 30 pounds in six weeks, whatever, whatever your, your special is that you're running. A lot of times people fail just because they don't know. So they panic and they get what's familiar with them, familiar to them or comfortable to them. Like, you know, they get halfway through their shopping list of stuff to buy and they can't find, make it easy for them. Make, go if you have every week, once a week, this will take like an hour and you can keep it and re, re, rinse and repeat it. So you have somebody that's on a, a weight loss plan and they are just terrified of going to the store and buying the wrong thing or they it's going to taste like garbage. Or, okay, two hours. I, I fibbed. It'll take two hours. Go in with the list, show them, with your phone take a video like this is what we're getting and you know take a little video record yourself go to the next thing this is a video this one is the brand name you need to get the brand name of this i would not get the store brand don't cheap out here if you're going to cheap out on something don't let it be this or these that way there is no concern go to a kroger go to a we have food lion here is that even a real like grocery store anywhere else? Probably not. Win Dixie. The dog. So, anyways, <clears throat> once you do that, then go home. And if they're gonna have the same meal for a week, the same dinner, and the reason I say it's an hour is because you can cook a breakfast, lunch, and dinner in an hour, record it for the people, chop it together. It doesn't have to be pretty, and send it to them. They're two hours. You can use that for every customer that's trying to lose weight for the rest of your life. <clears throat> Foods aren't, food aren't, isn't really going to change that much. Um, but 
that that way you take away the whole decision making process for them, which is kind of what they're paying you for. Um, because at some point, once this is all less overwhelming and you start using some of the same ingredients because we're humans and we find comfort in human things like, I don't know, using lettuce for three different meals or romaine lettuce for the same brand of romaine lettuce for three different things you know keto burgers as well as salads as well as whatever you know they're gonna start going oh wait this is these are carbs no you mean this lettuce this is just green and then they're gonna okay all right well i didn't expect that vegetables there's there's carbs and vegetables and beans i don't get it but okay then a couple weeks later they're going to start getting it but because that of your consistency and, and kind of because you took away the decision from, and then after a couple of months, they'll be able to make their own food plans. I mean, now, I mean, they're already going to have paid you for your nutritional advice. So it's kind of the idea, but now you've done the thing that I think we're all kind of trying to do here. Um, I'm in uh, 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 personal trainer advertising because losing weight made a significant impact on my life my whole life is is different and better before it and it's almost become centered around fitness and nutrition and that's my favorite part of the day is going to the gym i it was not like that for years uh i have somebody that if you heard me say that on this podcast right now he would probably drive up here on his motorcycle and punch my face in what do you mean i couldn't even get you out of the house to go to the gym I don't care if it's Friday. I... <clears throat> Anyways, uh, Wood, I'm going to the gym now consistently. Thank you. So, uh, but it it's it's you've got to make it easy for them at first because if it's easy for them at first, they will be able to do it. And then if they can do it, they realize they can do it and they can achieve and they can get better at it because at the first the first like what, three months or so that they're at the gym. You're not trying to make them do anything difficult. You're just trying to get them to show up consistently because that's hard at first. It doesn't even have to be the gym. That's just difficult to do. Being consistent is difficult. Um, anyways, so yes. I guess also that could be applied. I, I picked uh, macros because it's so easy to go wrong there. Uh, whereas, and, and I'm not saying that, yes, perfect form is going to get you the best results. It's going to get you striations on your muscles. It's going to get you, I'm aware of that, but there are little pictures on the lat pull, pull down. Like they can figure that out. They don't really need you that much for that. They kind of need you to make sure that they show up and they stay consistent. Um, they need you to help with their their nutrition because they kind of don't know what they're doing or they think okay and eating a lot of healthy food is expensive but eating healthy itself isn't inherently expensive they think that like you know their family's gonna like eat it or and they're gonna be like oh this is terrible okay well if they do it wrong yeah but if you can make you know six good meals six different dinners six lunches and six breakfasts, you've got a whole first offer. You've got a whole setup for people and you can sell that to every single one of your clients. 
And you can get clients with that because, and you know what? Check it out. Make it vegan. Make it vegetarian. You've covered all your bases. Like, that's it. Just ask them if they have any allergies when they show up and you're golden. Um, but anyways, so the takeaway is, I guess, to give people fewer decisions because they will be happier. Um, yes. Anyways, uh, government, if you're listening to this, I'm not talking to you. Uh, give the people all of the choices. Because oh, no. that's how freedom works. So anyways, yeah. Um, what else? Oh, there was one other thing. Let me just yeehaw on over here. So, and we are going to, oh, wait, does it play the, whoops, well. You broke it. For, I, I didn't. It's just going to be one brief inner motion. And when I say a brief inner motion, I mean, okay. Anyways, so today uh, on Lines Life Coaching, it's been an enriching episode filled with raw emotion, challenges, and more importantly, hope. As we wrap up, I want to leave you with this thought. Just like a lion, sometimes you have to retreat to come back stronger, wiser, and more determined. Um, that was the end of one episode, and I thought it best that we should keep it because it kind of works for everything. So that's where we're at. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Lions Life Coaching. Stay strong, stay inspired, and keep roaring. Until next time.